0: I have a a Polish friend who is a sound engineer and I have a, a Czech one too. A Czech one two. Czech one two. Hello and welcome back to Articulate with Steve McJones and I figured, you know, a sound engineer, uh, producer type type joke to, to kick off this episode would be pretty good for, you know, because we got River River Chalker on today, you know. River Chalker, the man, the legend, the, the future ESPN uh, Fox Sports broadcaster. Uh, River's a cool guy. I met him at the Ohio University in a conference center, and this man has the drive. Dude. Like, he works so much, and you can tell, like... How much passion he has for I mean just broadcasting in general through this and how much he loves it and does it in depth and I mean he actually knows his stuff now um, based off of the internship he talked about uh, really really cool guy and this is a very inf- informational episode um, I learned a lot about the broadcasting network and of course I want to go into entertainment so may not be the side of entertainment I'm looking to go into but it definitely shows a little bit about how things run back there which is really interesting, so hope you find it as informational and interesting as I did, and enjoy. Yeah, just the, well, so you have to record stuff for classes?
1: Yeah, well, like my capstone class, um, we've had to put together like three n- video, like basically like two minute stories that you'd like see on the news almost where it's like, you know, you'll have your anchor Mm -hmm. and then it'll go to report, but it's like a video story. So it's like a TV story basically. But then we've had three or radio stories that accompany each of the TV stories. Yeah. And obviously I'm already like in to that. So Mm -hmm. that's what I've basically done too. (laughs) Um, But it's the same, basically the same thing I do every day, but it's just, I actually have to script it, but We already have the TV script, so Mm -hmm. it's kind of just, like, condensing that a little. Maybe I'll change it around a little bit, but, like... That's, like, your homework? Yeah. That's interesting.
0: So, everybody, uh, River Chalker, everybody, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Yep. uh, So, uh, what is your major, technically?
1: Uh, I am technically a journalism, news, and information major. um, But that's kind of interesting, because there's a different, like... Track of my major that's um, broadcast, which is kind of what I ended up going towards anyway. But at that point, it was kind of too late to change. (laughs) It's the same major, but you know there's still different classes and stuff. So, right. um, I'm sure, as you know, you don't want to spend an extra two years. Just from get, switching your major, so... Yeah, no, I've
0: known people that... Are News like, <laughs>
1: and info, technically, but um, what I'm actually, like, going into is more on the broadcasting side, but um, journalism is okay. my major. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. So, yeah, that, that kind of makes sense,
0: then, um, like, going into record in the studio, just because, like, that... I mean, that equipment is just so so much better. We are just talking about, like, how much of a difference, like, sound quality can actually
1: make. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, there... Even I have... They have mics and stuff and like little stuff you can plug into your phone to take home and record. But um, even with a high-quality mic, if you're not in the right space for the sound, it's a lot different. So um, that's definitely one thing I've noticed that how those sounds work and you know you'll get your you'll get mic pops or something if you're not actually in a studio sometime i mean depending on how good the mic is right it's not the best quality of mic i don't think that they let people check Mm -hmm. out but either way like even I tried it in like my closet, which was super small, because I thought maybe <laughs> yeah. the sound quality would be better, and it's a little better, but you there's still a, a really a huge difference. Right. Speaking um, of that, I'm
0: to Actually, <laughs>
1: versus being in the studio versus say trying to record um, something at home. So,
0: well, yeah, no, I used to <laughs> over the summer. I moved into this like uh, three month lease in this little duplex with some other people. And, like, it was two guys that I didn't know. They're really cool. They're actually on the, on the podcast. Except. Oh, nice. Um, Lawson and Sonam. Really cool guys, but I didn't know them at first, and I still was doing the podcast. So I would go, like, in the cl- in the closet and, like, try to, like, hang up a blanket to, to stop some of the sound. And I'd just be like, so here I am recording
1: in a closet. <laughs> well, yeah, and I have a dog and a cat, and, you know, my girlfriend lives with me, so it's kind of... Oh, yeah, true. Unless I wait maybe until, like, midnight where mm-hmm. everyone is sleeping mm-hmm. i'm always gonna get some yeah, type of sound that i don't want amazing. and but the joke was i was like but listen i'm not in the closet
0: like that, <laughs> I'm not yeah. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah not i mean but i also feel like getting into the studio is a different like we were talking about earlier it's a different headspace a little bit it's you a know? lot
1: easier for me to work in the studio for sure i mean it's almost like being in an office i guess or like a library um, yeah pretty much like You know you're in there to do stuff for radio and audio, Mm so um, it's a a good environment, I guess, for doing stuff like that, which is why, yeah, I use that. Is that that. where
0: your your internship is, too? Or is your internship I
1: was interning there, so I started interning in January, I think it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the beginning of last winter semester. And at first I was just doing really basic stuff, kind of just shadowing different people and um, just kind of learning the basics of production and being on air, stuff like that. Can you talk
0: about that a little bit?
1: Yeah, so when I first started I was just doing a lot of board ops, which um, is basically on-air production, um, and it's it seems a lot more complicated than it is, I mean there's a lot of attention to detail the, that goes board in it. Operations?
0: Is that what yeah, board operations yeah board
1: operations so basically say we had two people covering a high school basketball game so they're on the spot they're at the game okay and their feed is playing through our station sure but then if they cut out to a commercial break i have to take their audio off and then turn up the commercials to play, yeah. but also you're responsible for programming the commercials and making sure with how we did it is they would say over, you know, you're on like a call with them, but they would say over the mic, Hey, um, two minutes. Mm-hmm. So usually I would have, you know, four or five minutes of commercials programmed in and you know, the, the station will give you what commercials cause certain, certain commercials are supposed to air for the sports and then other, um, you know, certain companies want to purchase that ad time for mm-hmm. those specific yeah. programs, especially the sports, because that tends to be um, the most listened to
0: oh, yeah,
1: programming, especially the local stuff, um, mm-hmm. because it's a local station, obviously. Right. It's not a syndicated... But it's all live, though? Or anything. Yeah, so the... Wow, the that sounds kind of
0: exciting. The high it?
1: school basketball and stuff they do, that's pretty much the most popular. But yeah, so you're programming in commercials... Um, basically just making sure that, you know, if your broadcasters don't think that they're on air, you want to make sure their mic is turned down. So, you know, if they're talking amongst themselves, they, it doesn't come out through the air and you're playing commercials and then, you know, you'll probably have a station ID in there. So it's, um, like I said, a lot of attention to detail because it's usually, I mean, with the sports, it kind of can vary a little bit because, you know sometimes a commercial break might take a little longer to get to they're not going to just stop the game in the middle to say oh they need to go to commercial right. you know what i mean but it's all scheduled out pretty much to a tee. like this is when you need to play these commercials these are the commercials mm-hmm. to choose from this is how long so yeah, um, they would say you know two minute break and then maybe i would have two one minute commercials or maybe four 30 second commercials mm-hmm. or Three thirty-second 30-second yeah. commercials yeah, with a station ID and a PSA, so... Um, but that was cool because it kind of taught me the basics, but also... Um, Were you on air at all for that, or was that you No, just, I wasn't on air for that, so okay. that's basically just behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, I say production, but it's not production like most people would think because it's like live producing basically um so you're just running the soundboard really is the main thing but you also learn how um to program in the sound bites you know which are the ads or your PSA or your station ID um and we have a specific program for that but um it's not that complicated but I always um, wondered
0: what producers did (laughs) it,
1: it definitely takes a while to get the hang of it um and it's it's really easy to mess up especially if you're live um if you forget to click uh, the stop you might have a commercial keep playing over your announcers and i mean it's simple stuff easy mistakes to make and they understand it's not it wasn't one of those internships where you know if i messed up it was like terrible and you know, I was gonna get in trouble like they right. knew. But um
0: Well, I mean that's part of learning is making mistakes. Yeah, like exactly.
1: Yeah. So um I just I started with that and then um they do a hourly sports show every day, the sports fan, and um when I was still interning I did a couple appearances on that. Um there there's already a host in place and whatnot, but um they let me Jump in for a couple episodes, so that was actually that's the cool. first time I got on air. Um, and then that's
0: when you felt it, right? The spark. The connection. Yeah, yeah, the,
1: <laughs> the fire burning, the yeah. passion. Um, what were
0: those first few things about?
1: Um, Oh gosh, it was back in February. I think it was right around the Super Bowl, so, you know, little Super Bowl mm-hmm. preview and stuff like that. And um, I'm a big sports guy. I'm doing news now, but I want to go into sports, so that's, that's what I... Yeah, that's um. I figure if I can get paid to watch and talk about sports, which is <laughs> what I do with my free time anyway, right? That's pretty cool. So no, um, that's
0: definitely exciting.
1: the The content I, you know, pretty comfortable with, and I didn't feel like I was not knowledgeable enough or whatever to be on. But it oh, was yeah. it was a little weird being on air for the first time. Um, it's it's kind of just a weird thing because. It's not like TV where there's a camera on you, mm-hmm. so you're still kind of by yourself, or I was with uh, two other people, I think, that were hosting the show, but you still know that people are listening to yeah. to you, so um, it's kind of a weird thing at first, but I've always been pretty comfortable talking in general. Like yeah. I'm pretty much a fairly talkative person. <laughs> So I should um, call you
0: River Talker. Yeah, sorry, sorry that's dumb.
1: That's actually—I've actually never heard that one. Yeah. I've heard a lot of puns with my name, yeah. usually my first name, but I've never heard that one. Yeah, so nice. so good on you yeah. for, for coming up with something original on, on recording. So, it's, um, I it so, but basically, once you once you start doing it, it's the best thing you can do is not try to play to the audience. Really, mm-hmm. just sound like you normally right would sound like conversation and talk, conversation for sure. especially for a show like that oh, i yeah. mean certain programs you know it's going to be a little different but something like that um mm-hmm. really is that
0: something that you have to learn like in your classes like do you do you have like a tone class or anything like um a
1: speech I, there is a radio and broadcast class but mm-hmm. that was more about kind of the scripting and like the production side and the shooting we didn't really go a lot into how you should sound um Mm. that i've researched it a lot personally just because when i first started you know there is still some growing pains there Mm. and um it just depends on the station too so like an npr station they're looking for conversational but also i tend to have a fairly loud voice. So I even, if you're on a station like that, what they said is, which is what I did for my class. It's an M- W O U B is what runs the story. So it's an NPR affiliate and they, Orbe. they recommended, um, pretending like you're telling the story to a stuffed animal or something like that. Really? Um, That's interesting. so it's a much more subdued, um, tone, Mm-hmm so conversational is obviously the the number one thing but then um for you know the Power 105 news that I do it's uh it's a music station so it's okay. all kind of upbeat and you know the DJs are Are you a DJ? Excitable. This is River Ch- River Ch- River. Yeah, oh. I'm not a DJ de- <laughs> but you know you kind of want to play off what I don't want my newscast to sound completely different from how everything else is. So for that I you know use a little bit deeper of a voice and kind of a more exciting, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, that um, kind of
0: tone. Yeah, you're trying to get, like, upbeat. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, for, River like,
1: Chalker, not yeah. like, this is River Chalker. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. it, it kind of varies um, from what station or channel, if you will, um, that you're doing. But I've researched a lot, and especially, basically for anything, you just want the listener to feel like they they could be in the same room as you sure and hearing you say it you know what i mean that i guess it tends to make you seem more relatable mm-hmm. to the audience oh, and also tends to sound better and be easier on the ears so right. that's not really something we went over like i said in detail in my classes too much but um it's definitely something that i've realized is important um mm-hmm. as i've started being on air a lot more
0: but yeah well that's definitely something that's pretty cool that i mean like that you learned outside of your class that's what i'm saying i feel like there, there's so many things that could be taught i don't know this is a different tangent but it's cool that you were able to realize like something that you needed to learn and then you like went and did your own research on it
1: yeah for like, sure i mean i feel like that's the case with pretty much any class not that that like You know, a lot of the skills I've learned definitely do translate and have been helpful, but it's almost impossible to learn some of the stuff until you're actually doing doing it. Yeah, Um, for sure. Even, you know, through my last couple months of actually being news director and being on the air and stuff, even it's almost a daily basis where I think of or something else comes up or there'll be a problem that arises Mm -hmm. and, you know, you have to shift and adapt and. It's not really the professor's fault, but you, you can't really teach that. It's just so like you're... fast-paced
0: environment, kind of, exactly like we were talking
1: mm-hmm. about. Um,
0: so, like serving, a little bit. Yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> for sure, it's a lot of it thinking on your feet and being able to adapt. I mean, I think that's um, a transferable skill in terms of almost any industry. That's for a sure. good thing to be able to do. So, yeah. yeah, I've you know been a server for eight, nine years now, and a lot of it's crazy cuz a lot of those skills actually do translate to my other jobs and you wouldn't think of it like that and you know it's not the most highly skilled and sophisticated position but a lot of the the stuff you do actually does Hell transfer about, yeah. into other areas of. That's awesome. So maybe I could be a good
0: newscaster <laughs> after serving hey, for so long. You, you could try it. Yeah. <laughs> well, so uh, yeah, walk, walk us through a, a, like a daily basis type thing for that newscaster
1: position. Because that, I mean, that <clears> that's kind of sound.
0: What's the title technically? It sounds kind um.
1: Of so technically, I'm the news director. Um. I'll just go back a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I was doing that interning, basically doing uh, right, yeah. the board opping and stuff, and I got on air a couple times just to kind of get my feet wet, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the pandemic hit in March, um, and then I didn't do anything after that because all high school sports were canceled and everything, so that yes, was yeah. usually where they needed people doing the board ops. So Mm kind of took a hiatus, um, until late July when I was planning on coming back anyway, um, in an intern capacity, doing some of the same stuff, but they had their, the guy that was the news director before me, Bob Bayette, he was the news director there for, I want to say, Upwards of thirty years, or close to it, so a mm. long, long time. He was very um, knowledgeable. Yeah, I mean, he. Experience. I think. I think he he was getting older. I think he was in his seventies, and his health. Um, that's why he ended up having to retire. Was like from some health problems. So I think. In the last couple years, it kind of the quality started diminishing a little bit. But I mean, if you look at his overall body of work, he was really talented and good at what he did. Oh, obviously, right. if you can. So it must have been cool to
0: be in that to... industry.
1: Yeah, but basically, they were going to call me back for the internship, and the owner called me one day and said, "Hey, how would you feel about doing news?" And um, I really just wanted to get back to it, and you know, being an intern. I don't know about everyone, but I'm basically the type of person that's like, yeah, I mean, I'll try it, you know, like, yeah. cool, sounds, sounds fun, you know, maybe I'll learn something cool. Um, And then we were talking about that, and then said, okay, well, um, we might want to look into you maybe doing news interning, blah, 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 it's cool, sounds good, and then we picked a time to meet, and then I think it was an hour later, um... That he called me back and basically said, uh, hey, our news director just had to resign. So, um, what? do you want to take over as the news director? And even at the time, it was, I wasn't even trained yet. Right. Anything. Um, so, it was kind of a out of the blue thing. Kind yeah. of shocking. But, yeah, um, no, that's like a smack. I, yeah, I was. But <laughs> I, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah. like that. <laughs> sounds cool you know um let's do it sure Um, and he said you know you're gonna be working five to nine almost every day and that's like your just base hours you probably would do more stuff and i mean for most people that would be like instantly kind of like uh, i don't know if i can do that but at the time i was actually working at ups which was also very very early in the morning um mm-hmm. so that was i think four to like nine a.m yeah. so i was kind of already used to that so
0: ups jobs so yeah know.
1: it it, it, it was good money but um, it's always
0: good money but that's how they bring you in yeah i don't it?
1: think it was looking <laughs> back um i'm glad that i left a little bit of money on the table to do the other thing but anyway mm-hmm. so i actually didn't really have a problem with that i mean it's probably not my ideal hour still, but, oh um, so yeah, I, I, accepted the position and then I trained with Bob for one week is all five days. And then Dang. that next Monday I was the new what, news director.
0: What were you thinking during the training? Were you like, damn, this is a
1: lot. I mean, you were it, it like- was a lot, man. I mean, it, it really was, it was pretty overwhelming. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially because it was all new. And I, I was very transparent with them. I said, I was like, yeah, I mean, I can do it, but I don't have any experience. Like, I wasn't like, oh, yeah, I've done, like, they knew. I was like, I I don't know. I don't have any experience. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll do it, you know, I'll, I'll work hard, but you know you're gonna you gotta accept some yeah you're, you're gonna definitely gonna make you're you're gonna you're getting what you're gonna get right. basically that was at least of, at first
0: that was kind of me at the end like when they're when the managers left and, I, and i'm like what well, never been a manager before and this is supposed to be an internship for me but like I mean, I'm gonna try exactly. Exactly, it was like cool.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll give it a shot. Mm -hmm. So I was training.
0: Sometimes that's almost better because people don't like judge you as harshly because they know that you you don't have anything.
1: I think that definitely helped me though. mm -hmm. Almost it it for one made me learn a lot faster and kind of really learn on my feet. You know, like I said, as I was going almost every day, my first couple weeks, I was learning something new, picking up on this that. Um, But I I do think it helped me um, just kind of get a feel for where I wanted to go without necessarily someone looking over me and saying this is what you need to do right. I basically had the freedom to do whatever but luckily Bob had a very good system in place that he'd been using for a really long time um, so I was able to keep a lot of the stuff he did that I thought was good and that had been working you know I didn't want to come in and oh, nice. yeah. being knew at the thing i wasn't going to come in and say you know we're going to completely switch it up like there was most of the stuff i was like okay we'll start with this and i have switched things a little bit here and there as i've been going on but Mm -hmm. it was nice that he had a very set system Mm -hmm. that he had been using for a long time that you know he obviously did a good job with um so that was nice that i kind of walked into that and was able to use a lot of what he did Um, but now I'm wanting to kind of make it more of my own. So at first it was kind of like, don't, don't mess it up. Like, yeah, like, let's just keep it going and try our best Yeah, because I, I had no idea. I'd never done it, but now I'm kind of, um, as I've been getting more comfortable with it, have been getting more ideas and kind of trying to go outside the box in terms of what, how I want it to be. And I still don't think this is
0: you like reaping the benefits a little bit of like what you were given. Like at first you had to learn all that stuff. Yeah. Take on all those responsibilities. And like you said, kind of just keep it going as it was, but understanding that like, and at this point now you're like kind of more confident in all those responsibilities.
1: Uh, Yeah. I mean, even, even still, I mean, I've been doing it for about four months, so it's been a little while. I mean, still new, I'd say, in the grand scheme of yeah, of but things. I think,
0: I think the like three to four month period is like a solid, like that's when you're like settling into the job a little. Bit right.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I still feel like I'm getting more comfortable mm-hmm. in what it is I'm doing. Um, and I'm actually looking into hiring it. So basically, I. Needed a couple more hours for my internship still when I was the news director, um, oh, wow. which usually that's not an intern position, but they were nice enough to let me do that and still pay me while giving me my internship hours because I needed that through the school. So that was like the main thing. Um, so I'm my internship hours are all done. So it's I'm not actually an intern anymore. I'm just an actual employee. Oh, nice. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm the news director. I already was, but I felt like kind of when I was still interning, it was kind of like they were treating an like- interim thing in a way, you know, but now um, it's not an internship anymore. It's an actual job, which is, which is good because I can have on my resume that I did intern here, but also it's not just the internship. Like, they actually hired me on, mm-hmm. you know, for this position, which I feel like is a good thing for, um, any employer looking to hire you. Yeah, um, definitely.
0: I mean, they knew you already. Yeah.
1: But, um, I still think it looks good that oh, yeah. if you can actually get a job from your internship, you know, you should,
0: that means you did a good
1: job. During right. The they liked you, like, yeah. you had a good attitude, mm-hmm. you worked hard, blah, blah, blah. But I do think, so that's nice. Um, so I think, the last couple months, I've been an actual, like, paid, fully employee That's of awesome. the radio yeah. station. Full-time? Um, not full-time. I work about 25 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I also work at the OUN, so... yeah. I can't really work that much more there. I'm already working almost 45 hours a week, and I'm trying to graduate in yeah. two weeks. So yeah. hopefully after I graduate, maybe I'll be able to start doing some more stuff. And if I can get paid a little more there, maybe I can scale back at the OUN. But yeah. I still have bills to pay regardless. Right. So, <laughs> um, <clears throat> But yeah, my average day as of now... I come in at. I wake up at 4:30. Mm-hmm. Oof, I can't. I, I guess have used to it, my say. coffee already ready to go oh, the nice. night before. It's set on the timer, so <laughs> it's it's ready for me when I wake up. That's um, awesome. I'll have a little breakfast. I usually do oatmeal. Um, instant oatmeal. It's a you know nice cheap, it's delicious. Cheap, easy, good. A maple yeah, and brown maybe, sugar. Yeah. Maybe a banana. I like that and the the peaches and cream. Those oh, are my two go-tos. You don't like flavor. that? No, peaches and cream. Alright, the apple cinnamon too. Alright, apple is fine. I'll admit so that. I'll usually <laughs> do that banana. Get, get into the radio station. i try being there about five, but it is nice being the news director because if I'm late, I'm basically beholden to myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, Mm-hmm. But usually I'm there, pretty much standard, 5 o'clock. You don't clock in or anything, <clears> though? <throat> no, I don't clock in. I just basically write down my hours at the end of the pay period and yeah. turn it in. So it's um, kind of an honor system, I guess, with me. I mean, I would not Take fabricate my me. hours, and they would it would be very easy to tell if I did anyway. Right. But, um, <laughs> it's pretty consistent. It's a trustworthy thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, <clears throat> But yeah, I come in, and then I start gathering my stories for the day basically so i have three newscasts or it's actually six but i'm on there's two different stations that are sister stations within that are owned by the same station it's in the same building so i'll do one at 6 one at 7 one at 8 30 for the am station and then i'll do one at eight or 650 750 and eight fifty for the uh fm station Mm -hmm. but usually my my am and fm for each hour will be the same stories um because no one's listening to (laughs) two different stations at once or if they are i don't know what to tell you but anyway (laughs) sorry um, for doing the same thing (laughs) so basically i have three newscast slots to cover um and how i've started doing it is i start off with a reader story which is I might pull that from the AP Wire, which is... I don't know if you're familiar with it, Mm -hmm. but it's like a news thing, I guess, that different publications and journalists and stuff from around the world, around the country, will post little briefs to the Wire, which is online. Oh, I've
0: heard of it, I think.
1: Basically, it gives you all your stories in one place, but it's a very condensed format, which is good because, you know, for radio... Even a reader story should usually be no longer than a minute. So Mm -hmm. you're looking at, you know, a paragraph, maybe two. Um, So I'll get it from that. And then Bob didn't do a lot of this, but I started pulling a lot of those stories Mm -hmm. um, from local outlets. So I'll go on the Athens News, Athens Messenger, The Post. Oh, nice. Um, And then I take those online stories, which obviously is for print. Um, and then what I have to do is condense them, change them, blah, 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 in order to basically become a radio script. Um, so I usually try to get, I read two of those per newscast. So I usually need at least six of those stories. And then we also have an affiliate, which is the Ohio News Network. Um, and what they do is they have your scripts all ready for you and they provide sound bites. So it'll sound something like um, The Athens City Council announced yesterday that the Halloween block party has been canceled for the 2020 year. Right. Here is. Karina Nova with the story. Mm -hmm. So, the anchor part is my intro, and then they, on their website, provide that soundbite, which is actually a different reporter Mm. that is reporting the rest of it. So, for those, I take the intro, put that on my script, and then I will take the soundbite and number it so I know... What I'm doing as far it's it's kind of complicated, but um, basically I have to put their sound bites that they have online into our system, so the DJ can play it, or when I'm on AM, I can play that correct sound bite. Mm -hmm. So I'll name it, and then you know to add it, I have to go in the other studio, the production studio, turn on my right dials and stuff so it's ready to record Mm -hmm. click it record the sound by into our system stop it rename it everything and then when it's time for my newscast i take whatever i named it. it's usually we go off numbers so it's just easy to keep everything and then i put in the number and then that way i'll read my anchor intro and then the reporter Hmm. will come in
0: yeah
1: so, um, and then usually I try to get about. So the <clears throat> reporter isn't actually live, and you're lying. No, to people. <laughs> no she's. They're not live. The reporters aren't. Those are all pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. But I am producing it live, and all my anchor stuff is live. Is and the reader stuff is mm-hmm. live as well. Um. So I do that. That's the production stuff, basically gathering the stories, and I usually try to get at least fifteen of those because I do seven ish stories per mm. newscast. Yeah. So they're all around four to five minutes. Give or take. Sometimes they can run over. Sometimes it might be shorter, just depending. Um it's sometimes sometimes the sound bites are gonna be thirty seconds, sometimes they'll be twenty. So um it, it varies a little bit, but I try to stay in that area. And then um, the main part is gathering the stories and doing the scripts. Um, you need to read over your scripts before you read them on air. Um, that's a mistake I made a couple times. <laughs> um, not that anything is bad, but there is some wording or certain spellings and stuff mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily look right on the paper mm-hmm. that you almost need to read first and it's then like you someone can just like
0: wrote it out real quick and then and then
1: you can have it in the or even sometimes alliteration like if there's like three words that <laughs> sound similar or start with the same letter yeah. that you have to read in uh, i i can't think of the word in order basically that you have to read that are all together sometimes that kind of messes with you when you're reading um but this is once again all stuff that You can't really know until you do it. Um, So there's just certain things. Certain wordings can sound weird or like feel weird coming out of your mouth when you're reading it. So you might want to say, oh, I don't like how that sounds. I'm going to go back and edit it. So I always read my scripts over at least once before. Um, So that's all of the prep stuff pretty much is gathering my stories, getting my scripts, and then getting my sound bites programmed. Once all that's done, I have to set up the the my newscast basically. So I'll have my um, sounder. It's called the news sounder. So it's like your little jingle, if you will, that like basically oh, yeah. lets the audience know that it's the news is coming on. I'm sure you know you'll hear what, it on. What's TV. yours? Um, it's just a little song, basically like... <laughs> like that. Um, but you'll, you'll hear it even on, on TV, any type of radio. There's usually some type of little sounder. Um, so that'll play. And then my intro <clears throat> goes over that, which I do use the same intro and other stuff every time. And then I have to program the weather also. So I have the weather... In there and then um, I have to put in my stories but then I have a PSA or an ad in between and I need to make sure that the right soundbite aligns with what my script says which has also happened because if you put in the wrong soundbite and you say, you know, like like I gave the example of the Halloween intro but Mm -hmm. then they start talking about a murder that happened in (laughs) Cleveland, it's not going to fit together and it's going to be very confusing. Um, Does that happen? It's happened it hasn't actually been me but it also the some of the DJs have to put in the sound bites mm-hmm. so you'll give them and I mean it happens they might put in n9211 instead of n9212 and that's a completely different thing so right. it's a lot of attention to detail and I mean it happens it's fine if it does <laughs> but um yeah. you just kind of like say afterward like oh well that was Basically that I just say Pardon me, that was the wrong sound bite. basically, right. that's what I've learned too is when a mistake does happen, mm-hmm. don't try to hide from it, yeah. just the acknowledge show. it, but also don't shut down like if I misread something, I don't stop and pause. I just go back and read it again and just right. keep reading like the show nothing, must go on like nothing happened. you know what I mean, yeah. and personally, I found that's the best way, and I think the audience too might you know you don't might not even notice it if mm. You just keep going. And if something does happen, you, I, I'm just transparent. I just say, oh, I messed up. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Like, pardon go. me, guys. Whatever. Yeah. And something. then go into the next story. Like, mm. basically, just letting them know i mean i feel like the audience kind of is receptive to that too because i don't think anyone's expecting me to be perfect you know i'm not on cnn or you (laughs) know like it's okay yeah might even make you more relatable if yeah oh he made a mistake like it's cool so um that i have to produce mine for each hour so usually i'll choose my seven or so stories for every hour that way i can get my shows set up for each hour Mm -hmm. so it's basically already done nice and then once all that's done um the prep stuff i'll still look for any new new stories you know something big breaks i want to make sure i get that on the news you know if ohio university announces x or y i want to make sure i get that out or if um, the sheriff's Department releases a press release saying we're looking for this person or oh, we just yeah. arrested this person or there's a lot of different things sure. but keep up on that but once all yeah. that's in, um, it's really just a matter. you know after that I usually drink my coffee and I'll eat my banana mm-hmm. and um, then I go on the air and do that. For the next three or so hours, um, and then I have two PM newscasts that I pre-record. Um, I'd like to start doing those live because then I could use stories that come out throughout the day yeah. instead of just the stories that have already been out in the morning. Sure. Um, so if I have enough in the morning, I will take stories that I haven't read that morning and use those for the PM newscast. Mm-hmm. If not, though, I just use the same stories from my 6.30 and my 7.30 because usually those are my leads. My most yeah. – what I consider to be the most important stories will go on those ones, and right. then I'll reread those on the PM. Um, <clears throat> that's one thing I'm looking into doing if I hire an intern is possibly getting them to maybe come in and do the PM newscast in the middle of the day yeah. so then we can get more um, – up to the minute um, updates and more timely real time more timely that's what they call it in the journalism world <laughs> timely so <laughs> that's um, the big hopefully i can start doing that and then also i want to get it to where instead of using onn as my reporter for my like cuz i'm i'll still probably anchor the show but then i can say here's power 105's this person and then my intern could be the one that comes in yeah. Actually, is reporting the story and comes in and does that. Oh um, yeah, that would be- and hopefully we can start doing more local stuff too mm-hmm. with that. Because um, it's a local station, people want to hear. Yeah, and I mean, I do use news from around Ohio, and I every once in a while I'll dip into you know national politics and anything really big. I, you know, and I do like a COVID nineteen update for Athens County, that is, and like the state right. of Ohio. So I usually try to focus on. Southeast Ohio, and if not, at least Ohio. Mm -hmm. You said Um,
0: uh, the the election coverage was a big thing for you, right? Yeah,
1: so that was... So most of my stuff is scripted then. Mm -hmm. like, um, I have all my scripts. I have the same thing. Yeah, you say
0: you you lay it out, those three. Yeah, and
1: I mean, the only thing I'm doing is reading my scripts, basically. Which is, it is a lot easier said than done. Don't get me wrong, but... (laughs) um, (laughs) The election stuff was the first time that I was doing coverage that was completely off the cup, so I had no script. I was I had a schedule basically to follow, which did help. So I knew CBS would cover up to this, and then once their break happened, and that was also where the board oping came in handy because I already knew how to you know turn off the CBS feed and then turn to my mic or turn to our. Uh, audio vault which plays our advert advertisements and stuff like that so i was board hopping my own show but yeah the election coverage was really interesting because like i said it was it was no script and it was all off the cup whatever it was, was it was it all me pretty much it, it was it was a lot of fun it was kind of weird at first but um i got some pretty good feedback on it and i think it went Pretty well. And it was really good experience. So now I do feel like if I needed to do something like that again, I would be more comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, And I still kind of tried to stay in the lines as far as like a format, like I would lead in with like a similar thing every time. And then we had a sponsor. So I'd say our sponsor. But um, yeah, that was really intense. (laughs) It is. And, you know, you have a two minute block to fill, and two minutes doesn't seem like a lot until you're watching the clock and talking to a live audience and you're trying to fill this time but also stay interesting and not repeat yourself. So, you know, I was saying. Uh, Donald Trump has the lead in Ohio. Here's the numbers. Athens County came out with their numbers. Here's some of those. Um, so I mean, it wasn't, I wasn't doing any analysis, thankfully. Um, That's a lot harder than simply doing the news and basically telling people, Mm -hmm. here are some results, here's what's happening. But then I would you know go back into the national joe biden has how many electoral votes trump has this here's the difference here are some close states and now we're gonna send it back to cbs and then they would go for another 20 or so minutes and then my two minutes would be up again yeah um that is
0: that's pretty cool Actually,
1: so then you know i'd say oh we just got the board of election results from athens county so here are some of those races for you um Here are some of our results from Hawking County. And now we're going to take a look again at the national stage. And Mm -hmm. here's what's happening with that. And Trump won this state. Mm -hmm. Biden is projected to win this. Mm -hmm. Here's where we stand. And um, it was.
0: So, was that something that you're kind of looking forward to, to trying to do in the future? Like, like, well, um, well, I guess you say you're trying to go more for the sports route, right?
1: Yeah, I I tend to want to. I mean, I am interested in politics, but I just mm-hmm. tend to lean more towards sports because it's it's still serious, but I feel like it's a little bit more fun right. and laid back well, in a so way. Like,
0: what's like the like the. The, the company that you would want to work for the most? Like, what would you want to be on, like, ESPN and, like...
1: Um, my dream job would probably be for working for Fox Sports, either doing radio or being a part of their um, television broadcast, which a lot of the shows are both. So they are live on TV but are also on Fox Sports Radio. Some are just radio. Um, yeah. So that would probably be like my dream um, company to work for, um, sure. ESPN as well, obviously, but Fox has kind of started to take over a little bit in that realm. I mean, ESPN is still kind of the, the best known, but Fox Sports has really started to Grew. expand yeah. and grow, and a lot of the talent from ESPN has moved over and stuff like that. Um, That's interesting. So I should so, buy some Fox stock? <laughs> their their sports department has, I mean, if you would have done it five years ago, you would probably be really, because it's still actually a fairly new section of what is the overall company of Fox. Mm-hmm. um But yeah, it's been growing really, really fast while ESPN has kind of been struggling and downsizing a little bit, which don't get me wrong, if... ESPN call me tomorrow I will be happy (laughs) to accept a position (laughs) but (laughs) yeah yeah that's fair
0: that's interesting to hear a little bit of that insight from what's going on with those bigger companies in that Um, well uh so I did want to ask you know what what were some of your favorite stories that you've done though like uh, most interesting funny uh kind of maybe if there's any serious ones that were like really dramatic or anything
1: um so I always like the stories that seem like it's actually like a comedy show almost but it's a a legitimate story like i think i did one about a man who was arrested for getting in a fight with his mom and like trying to attack her with a frying pan or i can't think of the exact details but it it was something along those lines or some guy that bit off his girlfriend's toe what? in an altercation or something like that That's um, crazy. so it's always fun to read those stories yeah. when you even reading it you're like i don't even know if it, like <laughs> this doesn't sound real but yeah. i'm it has to be real and i hope it's real because i'm gonna look really bad if it's not yeah. but and i'm sure the audience feels the same way but um mm-hmm. those stories are always fun to read um As immature as it might sound, any story with, I don't know, the word genitals or (laughs) penis or something like that is always, you know, I always get a good chuckle out of it. I like to, I don't take myself too, too seriously. So um, (laughs) when I'm reading the story, it's fun or kind of to try to stay like super serious while like just say that as another word, but then you know you get off the air and the DJ will be like, <laughs> like
0: you know, yeah, something penis, like that. Penis yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So um, that's,
1: that's hilarious. That's, that's funny. Or I read one story about some lake in South Dakota that was named like Mini Kaka Lake or something like that. And <laughs> I
0: would have so much. Yeah, fun you that. know,
1: just stuff like that is always um, fun, and it it kind of. Keeps it more light versus yeah. what a lot of the news is. I'd say so. mini caca. It was that's, some. Don't don't quote me on it. That's that's better than a, a big caca. You know, yeah, <laughs> a large giant caca. Um, <laughs> yeah. But a lot of the stuff like that um, is fun. Uh, I feel like I've broken or not broken, but um, the local publications will put out their stories early 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 in the morning at like 4-ish. Mm-hmm. So I've been lucky to be able to kind of report on some of those before a lot of people get to read the paper. Yeah. So I've a couple local stories I've kind of been able to break and I've heard a couple people say like I did not know about that until you came on and said it. Yeah. That's um, pretty cool a couple of the sheriff's press releases that get emailed directly to me. I've been able to do that. So I always enjoy kind of and I guess that's just a journalist thing in a way, but yeah. kinda of getting a jump on a story. Of course. And yeah. No, kind that's of being exciting. the first one there. The have first really, one to
0: have you ever seen Nightcrawler before? I have. That yeah, that really? that's
1: a that's a really good movie. It's intense, um, for sure. Yeah. My my job really isn't as intense <laughs> as that, I have yeah. to admit, but, but still, it is a like, great movie. Right. It is a great movie.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like you, there's probably some things you could relate. Like you said, like being the first to a scene.
1: And like, exactly. You know, and like being yeah. um, down,
0: which is pretty cool. And there was probably a lot of overlapping vocab that you like, understood that you were like, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah exactly.
1: The um, and then some of the serious stuff, it is hard. Um, some of the stories, you know, when you're reading about minors being sexually abused or, you know, a child getting murdered and, you know, there's a lot of really heavy heavy. heavy stuff that you have to read and I'm not going to not report on it because it's not the best thing to hear because it's still news and, you know, that's you know a reality of the business pretty much um part of the world but those stories are kind of tough to read sometimes because you kind of have to watch your delivery on those two because Mm -hmm. you don't want to sound too upbeat and excited about really sad stuff um so those are kind of a little bit more difficult but i try to just keep it professional and you know uh it's part of the job i guess and right yeah it sucks that stuff like that happens in the world mm-hmm. but people have the right to know about that stuff when it yeah. happens so
0: hey well yeah i mean i appreciate you coming out here to talk about it i just want to say though like going into the news and stuff you know everybody says the media controls the world so like you gotta you gotta play. you know you gotta play your cards right. i don't want you to
1: i don't want you to start making my life uh crazy all right well, it's really funny you say that because <laughs> a lot of the times I'll tell random people that I'm either waiting on or I just me whatever. I'm in journalism and everyone likes to make the joke like, "Oh, do you report on real news or fake news?" Uh, and yeah. I'm like, uh,
0: <laughs> a little bit of both. You know, you know <laughs> I
1: if a story ends up on something that I trust and I think it's legit and I misreport it. Maybe it is fake news, but I'm not out there trying actively to sway the audience into believing this conspiracy or this political thing. I really try to just say, here is what is happening. Um, These are the stories that are That's it. I mean, some people could say... Oh, well, you read stories about Trump and how his legal team is failing all the time, but that's because that's what's happening. Right. I'm not going <laughs> to sugarcoat it. I'm not saying you should hate Trump or I hate Trump. I don't reveal those type of biases. Right. Um, <laughs> on a personal level, I may, but not yeah, professionally. So of um, if something happens, it's not fake news just because you think that that's not the agenda you want to see. Right. It's not fake news. It doesn't news. reaffirm your beliefs. Yeah, if it doesn't reaffirm your beliefs, that doesn't make it fake news. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and maybe the media does control the world. I find that hard to believe. You know, <laughs> some people would say the liberal media and is controlled in this conspiracy, but I just I I kinda find it funny, especially now that I'm in the business, I'm like, yeah, I'm totally being controlled by some liberal conspiracy <laughs> and it's trickling down to me and it does, you know, it's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's um, one of those things that I I kind of just laugh about and right. laugh. I never get offended or anything, but I'm just like, oh, yeah, I, you know, I try to, I try to do the real news, but, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, if, I'm sure if I do this for long enough, there will be a story that might get misreported and I might report on it too. And But well, that's just growing pains. Like yeah, talking, it's just the nature the of it. You know, mm-hmm. something gets misreported on one of the ONN outlets that I use and then I say it on the air and... That's not your fault. Yeah, problem. I'll go back on and say, hey, I misreported this. Mm-hmm. This is what actually happened. Pardon me. Like, yeah. It's okay. <laughs>
0: that's actually really nice to hear, though. Somebody that's like from the industry that... Yeah, I mean...
1: Like, like you said, it's, no, it's-, it's never going to be perfect, but especially being in journalism, I've never seen even one of my classmates, peers, people actively trying to go out and report things that are not true. I've personally never once seen that because for one, that is like the cornerstone of what you're doing. Any company you work for, if you are found to spe- like actually knowingly report false information, you're pretty much going to get fired. Um, So even if you just look at it from a common sense standpoint, I don't know what reporter or news person out there would knowingly do that, knowing that there's a good chance they're going to lose their job. Mm -hmm. There is a difference between analysts as well. Analysts can say any opinions they want. And if you can't distinguish between that and news... You might be confused by that, but that's not the actual person or the even publication's fault. An analyst gives opinions. Mm -hmm. That is their job. My job is to give people the news. So Mm -hmm. I don't go into analysis, but maybe if there isn't, but if there was a political analyst show on Power 105 and they were anti-Trump or even pro-Trump, anti-Biden, that doesn't mean that... My news all of a sudden is fake news right. That is because they're giving you Their analysis of it mm-hmm. I'm just saying Here's what happened Yeah, Trump's legal team is failing In their lawsuits in Pennsylvania That's not anti-Trump mm-hmm. That is, what is anti-Trump? what's happening right. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure when Biden takes office I will be the f- I will be the first one to report On any of his failings Or yeah, good true, deeds true. Um, I don't really care either way you know (laughs) if it's newsworthy i try my best to report on it and Mm -hmm. then hope that the audience can use that to formulate their own opinion um so be the analyst that's (laughs) exactly no i mean that's that's really the point is to make people think about them these things so they can in turn form their own opinions and yeah um So, yeah, no, well, like I said, it's kind of nice to hear that side of things and I don't know. It's, um, it's, it's an interesting field though. It's very competitive too. I will say that. Um, I feel like I have a good place to get my foot in the door and get my feet wet. News director experience Um, right off the bat. But even with that being said, it's, it's really, really competitive industry. So, um, Mm. I'm always trying to get better and just keep working at it and you know building my resume and stuff is important but I do know that um, there's a lot of people out there that are gonna want the same jobs that I want so Mm -hmm. we'll see how it goes yeah well I wish you the best of luck in your endeavor appreciate it yeah All
0: right, man I appreciate it Uh, thanks again for
1: coming out yeah no problem
0: yeah it was kinda it was kinda great to hear that he wasn't all about, it was cool to hear him actually address, like, fake news, I think, from from that perspective, from somebody who's in the industry, he's like, bro, I'm just trying to do my job, (laughs) like, I'm not, you know, I I read what they give me, and that was kind of of nice to hear, I think, and and an interesting look at how everything works, and he gave a lot of great insight, which I love a lot about that conversation, but, you know, right now, it's December, you know, coming towards the end of the month. And I know there's a lot of controversy about seeing people you love and visiting family and all that stuff, but you know I just want to hope everybody feels comfy. You know I think that's the main thing. it Starts getting cold, like right now I'm back at my parents and it's you know it's with my parents' house. You know I don't want to live here, that's for sure, but um, it does. There's this, this nostalgic feeling of being comfy, and you know they have a fireplace. I don't have a fire. I don't know if you have a fire, but I don't have a fireplace. And, that's always a great benefit and easy to to get warm and cozy too so i hope you find a place to be warm and cozy too or think of think of the most comfortable place you've ever been that's just relaxing and you know see if you can just go there in your mind if if you can't go there in real life uh so i you know i hope everybody's doing all right i hope you're staying safe and sassy and warm and cozy and uh okay i love you thank you for listening amen okay bye Shit, if I ever heard it, that's for sure.